And let's get right into it. Rebecca, let's play Dick Enberg at UCLA. This is from February 27, 1970. Wow, 50 years ago. This is Dick Enberg coming to UCLA to teach you a little bit about his bias. And wait till you hear the story he tells about calling the Oregon game where they almost, he almost got into a fight because he was such a homer. Let's start with number one. Well, I guess it boils down to what is really good reporting or not. I'd, I'd like to think that it's all Scully's fault, right? I mean, I, I mean that's serious. It's Scully's fault. He is the best baseball announcer in, ever, as far as I'm concerned, and maybe the best sports reporter ever. He, uh, uh, without showing his bias, he has one, as I do and we all do. You can't broadcast a team's games and not want them to win. That's, that's only natural. But he's been able to make baseball entertaining, uh, he's been able to educate people to enjoy the game more. Uh, he's given the information as a good reporter should, and yet has a delightful personality that just kind of throws mortar in between all those other things. Throws mortar in between. Mortar, as in building a house with bricks and mortar, the cement, the glue in between. What a beautiful use of words Dick Enberg has. Let's listen to number two. And builds a... At times, I wonder if he isn't, doesn't write some of that poetry before he goes on the air, because he actually speaks uh, uh, so so beautifully at times. So I think he has shown that you don't have to be biased to do a good job of sports reporting, and I find myself challenged by that. I would never have called the games the way I do now when I did the Indiana games in the Big Ten. There was no question about, you know, you, you gave credit to the other team, sure, but I mean, you called the bad calls right with the crowd, and you were no, you were a member of the crowd. A member of the crowd, yeah, we love it when our announcer has a bias. At least I do. Let's hear number three. And uh, and I, I I'd like to think that maybe we're just a little more sophisticated out here. We have uh, that that isn't really true, but what what is true is that about twenty percent of your audience because of the migrant nature of Los Angeles and Southern California, about 20% of your audience really is not rooting for your team. About 20% don't want UCLA to win, maybe more because they've been on top and it's natural to root for the underdog. About 20% of the Angel audience want the Indians to win, or if we're playing the Tigers, want them to win. Same with the Dodgers, same with the Rams. You, know, you go to the Coliseum, and although there's the feeling the Rams are the home team, there's still a, plenty of applause for the other team when they do well. So you're insulting that 20% whenever you become... That biased in your own reporting, and and it's one of the it's been the toughest thing for me to face, and I'm not sure I've accomplished it yet. Well, let's listen to a hilarious story where Dick Enberg, the UCLA homer, is now up in Oregon, calling the game for UCLA, and those fans they know he's a homer and they don't like it. Let's go to number four. The only feedback I get that supports maybe that I'm hitting a happy medium is, for example, the Oregon game. I got a lot of mail. I made one very unfortunate comment that I thought was innocent at the moment, but apparently was not. Uh, the, uh, it split down the middle that a lot of them think that I should go up and call the Oregon games because I like the Ducks so much. And, <laughs> and uh, there, there's another equal number of letters who say, you Bruin honk, you know, what you've just gone. So I, I guess maybe I'm somewhere in between. Well, here's the story about a fan picking a fight with him. Number five. 
finally, at, at the peak of all this excitement, this one character is coming down, and he's hitting me physically in the back, saying, sit down, sit down, and hit me, and I'm trying to give him, give him a stand of love, but uh, the, uh, the uh, so it was at that moment I made the comment, I feel as welcome here as a Jew in Cairo. Well, that was... And, and I, it was no more than to to express, and it was an unfortunate simile. Number six. Express really how lonely I felt at the moment. It, I was not taking a stand. If you really analyze it at all, it shows uh, empathy toward the Jew. But the Jewish reaction to this has been so incredible, including a Valley State professor who had who had... 400 students ready to picket KTLA and, you know, threats on my life and the whole works. And I, I can't, uh, I hope that, uh, you know, I, I would like to come on and say something tonight during the telecast, but the station said, no, we can't. I said I could say, you know, I'd, I'd give equal time. I feel like an <laughs> Arab in Tel Aviv. <laughs> but, but it was no more than an innocent remark, and the, and the overreaction to it, I guess, really is a, 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 sign, a sign of the times. A sign of the times. I tell you, I love that Michael Jordan had a bias in telling that story. I love that Dick Enberg was a UCLA Bruin fan and let you know it. 